Welcome back to the Red Sox Worldwide Podcast. It is your host, Isaac. And it's a new year. It's a new year. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss. It's been a while since the last one. Uh, James, unfortunately, was not able to make it for this one. Uh, but, you know, he's been very busy lately, but it's all right. It's all good. We're going to do this one. We're going to do this one. It shouldn't be too long, but we have a lot to talk about. We, we got a lot of things coming up. Um, it's a new year, though, and it's time to look forward. Um, you know, we could talk about the decade. We could talk about the past. And, you know, we could do that a lot because the Red Sox, with a lot of positivity, we could talk about the past because of the, you know, the way the Red Sox were the, the past decade. But at the end of the day, as great, yes, 2013, amazing. 2018, amazing. Some of the other great years sprinkled in there. But it's time to move on. It's time to move on. Look forward to the new year, the new decade. It is a new decade now. Um, I'm very excited. I'm very excited to continue this podcast into 2020 and beyond. Thank you to whoever is listening. And this kind of leads into what I was going to talk about a little later. I'll, I'll talk about it a little later on the podcast. Um, but I wanted to talk about how, how important uh, community is when it comes to a podcast. And I'll, But I'll get to that a little later. I'll get to that a little later. But So I'm going to start out with, with uh, David Price, Mookie Betts Talks. It looks like they may be done. It looks like the, the talks of them being traded, whether it's to LA, whether it's to, to anywhere, it uh, looks like that's done. Like that's over with. And the reason being because I, uh, Ken Rosenthal, well, I wrote a blog on it, but Ken Rosenthal came out with a report saying that it looks like it's done. Like the, you know, the Red Sox are just going to go, they're planning to open the season up, go to opening day, go into opening day with David Price and Mookie Betts on the major league roster. So there you have it. And I, for me, I think that is the smartest thing you could do if you're the team. Because it, not only is it, it shows the fans, there has been a lot of backlash um, with the fandom ever since Heimblum took over because of all the talk about you know the ownership not wanting to you know compete, punting the season, trading Mookie, trading Price, trading whoever. And I think that that angered me too because you're, you have a core that just won you a championship a little over a year ago. You can't just give up on that team. And so I think when you talk about the the 2020 Boston Red Sox, if you go into the team right now, into the season, with this core, with this group of guys, you got a pretty darn good chance of winning. You got a pretty darn good chance of winning. And I think when you talk about guys like Mookie, Xander Bogarts, JD Martinez, Rafael Devers, that's a pretty solid core. Guys like Chris Sale, David Price, Eduardo Rodriguez, Nathan Avaldi. Three of those guys were injured last year. That's why they had struggling years, struggling seasons. And Rodriguez was the only guy who, you know, was able to pick up the slack for the for the rotation. But as far as everyone else goes, they were all hurt. They were all hurt. And I'm not making excuses, but I'm saying there's a legit shot that this rotation could have a huge bounce back year come 2020. And I think when you go into if you go into the season right now, there's a pretty darn good shot you can win at least 90 games. At, at least. And if you trade a guy like Mookie, you trade a guy like Price, you trade them both, that only makes your team worse. 
And if you're going to make your team worse, that that looks to me like the ownership is just punting the season for whatever reason because the luxury tax BS. And I think just go into the season with the team you have. Just go into it. Now, you can still trade a guy like JBJ possibly or Benintendi. That really won't do much to the luxury tax problem in quotation marks. But, I mean, if they want to do something, they still have time. There's still plenty of time. But spring training is right around the corner, and each day passes. It looks more and more like Mookie and David Price will be in Boston come opening day. As far as the trade deadline goes, who knows? Who knows what's what's going to happen with that? But you know, as far as you know, if if the Red Sox, it all depends, obviously, how they are. I mean, if they're if they're looking like another five hundred team by June, July, Mookie might be gone. David Price might be gone. But as for right now. The price could be here the next three years of his contract and retire a Red Sox. Or, or same with Mookie. Mookie could retire a Red Sox. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. But for right now, it's looking more and more likely. It's very unlikely. Let's just say that, that, that Mookie and, and Price will be traded. Um, so, let, you know, I, I've been very hard on the Astros. We're going to talk about the Astros and the Red Sox situation. A little bit here. Uh, I I was very hard on the Astros, deservingly so. There is no reason they should have done what they did with the cheating, and it was just all a bunch of BS. It was stupid. And then this report came out by the name uh, by a guy named uh, Evan Drellick. I don't know if you know who that is. If you're listening, you don't know. He used to work for uh, NBC Boston. Um, Hold on, let me get it exactly. He he was involved with the Red Sox. He wrote about the Red Sox. And so let's see. He worked for Mass Live, then the Boston Herald, NBC Sports Boston. He was let go by NBC Sports Boston last year. So that's why I feel like he kind of has maybe a little grudge against the Red Sox because he was all over the Astros when the, the when they their report came out of them cheating. And a lot of people were like, oh, you, don't, you hate the Astros because... You know, you were fired by the, you know, a, a organization, you know, uh, that, you know, writing group that was connected to them. And, but I, deservingly so, the Astros were hounded on. The Red Sox, on the other hand, there was a report that the Red Sox were using the video room, the video monitors to relay signs when, when a guy was at second base. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. Nothing the Red Sox did in 2018 they're saying it happened in 2018 first of all if this indeed happened the only reason everyone's going after them is because of the whole because they won the world series that year if they did not win the world series this wouldn't be as big of a deal who knows this might this might not even be a be a, a story the yankees were in the same report and nobody's freaking out about the yankees Every other team, I'm sure, is doing this. Now, of course, there are some that aren't doing it. I'm sure there's some 95 lost teams that don't try it because what's the point of winning a game in September when you're already 20 games out of it? But I'm sure if you looked at, you know, Will Mill, Will, uh, sorry, Will Middlebrooks had a had a great tweet on this. He talked about he talked about how if you look at some of the 95 lost teams, you know, the teams losing 100 games a year. If you look into them, I'm sure they're doing something. I'm sure they are doing the same thing. They are doing the same BS, if not worse. Every team does it. And the Red Sox were literally, on the Section 10 podcast, they said, 
It, they, it was a joke, but it's kind of true. They were legally stealing signs illegally. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what it, it's a very the the punishment that the Red Sox should get compared to the Astros should be a slap on the wrist compared to what the Astros get. I mean, it's just, it's mind boggling that people are want to even compare it. Michael K. Michael K. The, the the announcer for the Yankees defended the Red Sox saying that they they didn't really even cheat that it was just gamesmanship here here's what he had to say let me just pull it up right here here's what Michael Kay had to say on his uh radio show here's what he had to say and I'm gonna defend the Red Sox is that really cheating or is that gamesmanship now what the Astros did is cheating because they're banging a trash can to tell you what pitch is coming <laughs> because they just picked it up on a sign there. There's no there's no artistry to it. What the Red Sox did was come up with a sequence of signs, and the only way they could take advantage of it is if one of their players got to second base. Yep. Nobody's sending out signs by banging a trash can in the dugout at Fenway Park. And I got to tell you something else, everybody. I know a, Yan- a lot of Yankee fans are going to come down on the Red Sox. They cheated. That's why they won the World Series. Pump the brakes, Sal, okay? Every single team, for the most part, has a video room right off the dugout. This can be done every single game. I'm going to sit here, and you're going to be shocked, and I'm going to defend... All right, so that's what he said. That's what he had to say. And I, I mean, it's amazing that someone like him, props to Michael K. Shout out to him for saying that. I mean, that was courageous to say that in front of all the Yankee fans listening. But he's right. The Red Sox, for, for all we know, every team could be doing this. And I'm not saying it's right. It's kind of like the steroid era. You know, you, you can't keep a guy like Barry Bonds out of the Hall of Fame because he cheated. Because, in my opinion. Because everybody else did it at the time. Doesn't make it right, but it makes it, his stats still legit. And when he's going up against all these other steroid users. So... Just like all these other, I'm sure every single team does something to steal signs. In my opinion, I don't even think stealing signs is a big deal. The only time when it's a huge deal and when I get pissed about it is when a team is going and having scouts email people about ways to do it, employees and the cameraman in center field relaying on the catcher's crotch to see what the signs are and you know relay it back to the hitter, banging the trash can, whistling, doing whatever they the hell they can to... And, and and here's the thing. The Red Sox could only do this when they were at second base or first base. Second or first. That's it. They had a guy on base. The Astros could do this whenever the hell they wanted. They could cheat whenever the heck they wanted. And people wanted to say this is anywhere near the way the Astros. The Red Sox, they had that Apple Watch incident back then. They had the the this incident now. This put those together. It's not near as bad as what the Astros did. Not as near as bad. And Alvin Drellick, listen, I have respect to him, but it seems like he has a grudge against the Red Sox. Just saying, just saying. Um, so I wrote a blog about it. Here, here's where I'm gonna get into something here. Something pretty interesting. So I wrote a blog about it, and you know, I, I talked about. The, the situation, and I, I headlined the article about Evan Drellick. I made it about him. I made it centered around him. I didn't make it all about him, but it centered really around him. And I wrote in the blog that 
and pretty much what I've just said now, you know, that it's all BS. He's making too big of a deal out of it. Is not he has a grudge against the team that fired him. He, you know, the the organization that he was associated with that fired him. And that he's just he's just against the team and he's trying to blow it out of proportion. And so I'm scrolling through Twitter yesterday. I'm scrolling through Twitter and all of a sudden I see a tweet mocking the blog and not not being credited by it but someone mocking it i'm going to tell you who it is in a second it says my my, my the headline in my article was evan drellick tries to take down the team that fired him by accusing the red sox of stealing signs back in 2018 and someone says i did it i found the hottest take of 20, 2020 former red sox team employee evan drellick is now a loose cannon baseball cop and doesn't play by the rules so this is I mean, so so, but so Chris Cotillo came out and he tweeted that, and right away I found it pretty. I mean, the fact that he saw my blog, I was like, okay, wow. I mean, this is somebody with forty one point three thousand Twitter followers. Okay, so he's a pretty decent deal on Twitter. He works for Mass Live. Go follow him, and you, you would think maybe you'd be upset with him if he called your article out, kind of mocked you. So here's what happened. I, I kind of clapped back at him about maybe 20, 30 minutes later. I was thinking about what to say. And I, I tweeted at him. And, uh, you know, this is, of course I regret it now. But I tweeted at him and I said, you know, along the lines of, you know, something along the lines of, uh, you know, maybe shout me out. Maybe, um, you know, quote me in this next time. Maybe don't just post my stuff without not crediting me. Um, and if you actually knew what was going on, you know Drellich, uh, Drellich, sorry, would be, is really, it looks like he has a grudge against the Red Sox, his former, the former team that he kind of associated with. And very, so I was upset. I was, I was kind of upset, but I was also kind of humored about it. I was humored that he went out of his way to kind of make fun of my blog, even though I, I thought it made sense. So I thought I found it very amusing. So I went and I, I tweeted that out at him. I quote tweeted it. And I was like, all right, here we go. We, we might, I might start something, you know, this is, he might get mad at me, tweet something back at me, or he just won't say anything or, you know, we will just have bad blood, whatever. So I look at my messages and he messages me and I'm not going to say exactly what was said, but he said something more along the lines of, you know, that was more poking fun at Evan. You know, it was more, he was trying to just poke fun at Evan Drellick. He wasn't, he didn't mean to offend me. And then he kind of, you know, he was, he kind of went on to explain, you know, Evan was never employed by the team, but more so these, these organizations that are, are kind of owned by the Red Sox or associated with the Red Sox that write and talk about the Red Sox. So my point kind of still stands. I mean, he he probably does have a grudge against the team that kind of he got he was associated with that fired him, but you know, and then and then Cotillo went on to say, you know, I'm sorry if if my tweet offended you, you know, I I just wanted to poke fun at Evan. And I saw that as a good opportunity to do that, and I didn't mean to. I didn't mean anything harm by it. No harm. And I I, I and I read it. And at first I was like, oh yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, he he just wanted to poke fun at Evan. But then I realized, you know, listen. 
I'm sure he, you know, I looked at the tweets again and I was like, yeah, he, he definitely, and there's a reason why he, you know, at first I was like, oh, he's not crediting my article. But then I was like, you know what? There's a reason why he's not. There's a, there's a reason why he's not because he doesn't want to, to, to rat me out to say, oh, look at this dumb kid who's writing about, you know, he didn't want to do that. He just wanted to make fun of, of Drelick kind of in a way without mentioning anybody else. And I, and I thought about that and I was like, okay, you know what? So I was like, dude, it's all good. Thanks for the clarification and everything. I'm, I, I've been a big supporter of you for a while now because I actually was a big fan of, of Catillo, still am. Um, and it was actually pr an honor to have him have him read my blog like that, to, to see my blog. And I was just like, listen, I, I was not offended. I was more humored by it, if anything. I, didn't, I, I was not that upset over it. Don't worry about it. You're good, man. Um, enough. And he, thank you for reading it. I appreciate it. And then he said, you know, I, I he actually then went on to re took the time to read some of my stuff. And he said, you do really good work. Let me know if I can ever help you out. And, and then I told him about my podcast. And, you know, uh, he said he would love to come on sometime. And there we go. So, and Chris Cotillo, by the way, if you don't know, if you're a Section 10 listener, you would know uh, Chris Cotillo, the Mexican Times. Um, Viva Mexico. So, you know, it just, here's the thing, right? So I tweeted that out at him. I quote tweeted his tweet and I was like, oh, you know, and I kind of started to fight with him. And then after sorting things out in, in the DMs, the Twitter DMs, you know, I, I realized that, listen, you know, we, we've all said stupid crap. We, we've all been said stupid stuff on, on the internet, on the interwebs, on on Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is, and on to a person's face that we don't really mean, right? And in the moment, I was just like upset about it, right? I was just a little upset, but I realized he's just he's just trying, he's just poking fun at Evan, and he really is a good guy, Catillo. Um, I don't know about Evan. I, Evan Drell, like he seems like a good guy. He does seem like he has a little grudge against the Red Sox, but... You know, but we talked it out, me and Catillo, we talked it out, and what I, who I once thought didn't really like the blog or really like me and Jerry, no, he wants to support it. He wants to come on sometime and during the season, see what he can do to help out. Um, and and I, I respect that. I respect that. I, I'm so open to having him on. Um, really looking forward to it. He's definitely going to be on at some point, so look out for that. But not sure when it'll be, but I'm definitely excited to have Chris Cattell, the Mexican Times on. Um, but, you know, I, I just made it reminded me, you know, it's like you think about, you know, the real world, right? The world, you know, not on Twitter, none, just the real world in general, right? Well, Twitter, actually, yes. Like, if you look on Twitter, you look at Instagram, you look at, you know, Facebook, whatever, everyone just screams and shouts at each other. They don't think. To hear the other side they don't think to hear people's opinions they want to censor people who don't agree with them they want to disagree right away and just label somebody as something if they disagree with them and that's not how that's not how you accomplish world peace and i'm not here to preach world peace and say that world peace is going to happen no it's world peace will never happen but what me what me and chris catillo did we just took one step closer to world peace, even if it's the smallest fraction. I mean, I could have easily been, oh, screw Catillo, I hate that guy, I'm never talking. No, 
he he was generous enough to to message me. I never thought to message him. He messaged me first and and clarified everything. And I said, you know what? Listen, I I overreacted. We're good, and I'd love to have you on the pod. And see, so yeah, I I just think you know as ridiculous as that sounds of me saying, oh, we're one step closer to world peace. No, it it's like the smallest step ever. But if everyone did that to people that they had a tiny feud with and got to actually know the person or, you know, listen, we're guilty of judging. I'm guilty. You're guilty. We're all guilty. Anyone listening to this, you've done it. I've done it. We've all done it. We've all judged. We've all gotten mad in the moment and said stuff. But at the end of the day, you need to start to know the other person. You need to get to know them. And that's what me and Catillo did. We, we messaged each other and we had a little conversation. We are like, okay, done. Clarified it. You're good. Love to come on the pod sometime. And that was it. And that's it. No more, no more, you know, feud going on because there's no need for it. And I, I just, I really, 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 you know, I just, it, it was great. It was great talking to him and I'm really excited to have him on. And I just feel like it's one of those situations where you, you look on Twitter, you look at, you know, whatever. Everyone just yells at each other. No one, no one wants to, you know, talk it out or negotiate things. They just want to scream at each other or fight each other. I mean, that's just how society is now. And I think more people should do what Chris Cotillo did the other day and message the person and say, hey, listen, I didn't mean that. I hope we're good. And I'm, yeah, yeah, we're good. And so that that's just all that I meant by that because – you know, I, I thought that was really interesting because I was going to originally talk about the situation because, but in a way where I didn't think it would be resolved, I thought, oh, uh, Chris Cotillo said this about me. And, but I'm not going to talk crap on him. He's a, he's a really good reporter. I read some of his stuff. I follow him on Twitter. Go follow him on Twitter, by the way. Chris Cotillo. Um, he's, he's a great follow. He's, I mean, and it's just, it goes to show that you can resolve things with people. You can't, I mean, that was just a tiny little thing, tiny, stupid little example of some little dumb feud, like quick 10 second feud that me and him had, but it's not a big deal, right? But little things like that are what, what can help bring people together. And and I think, I mean, boom, just like that in, in a snap, like I, I have another connection with somebody within the Red Sox, you know, and it just, it's great. It's amazing that all these people are able to, you know, I'm able to get in contact with these people and they're, they're great people. And I'm really, really, really happy to be a part of that, be a part of, you know, this community that is Red Sox Nation. And even though we can sometimes be a little crazy, um, at the end of the day, we all just need to know, hey, listen, you know, let, for example, you look it over at the Star Wars fandom. If you're a Star Wars fan, you would know the fandom is just an absolute, it's totally divided right now, you know? And people just scream and shout at each other. They don't, if, if you don't have the same opinion as me, I hate you. That's that's the mindset of seemingly everybody, you know? Going to Red Sox, you know, going back to the Red Sox now, if you if you don't, okay, let's say I, I do not want Mookie traded at all. I don't want David Price traded either. But there are people out there who do want them traded. Especially price. A lot of people want price traded. And I, as much as I disagree with that, I'm not going to call them names. I'm ne- And listen, again, I'm guilty of doing all this stuff. I'm guilty of calling people names. I'm guilty of 
saying stuff that I didn't mean in the moment. You're guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. We're human beings. We make mistakes. But the whole point is that when we make mistakes and we fail, we get back up and we fix it. And, you know, what I what I was talking about, it's like when you talk about if you have a different opinion of me than me, I don't, okay, cool. Like, I don't, you know, whether it's politics, whether it's Star Wars, whether it's comic book movie, whether it's the Red Sox, which is what this podcast is centered around. I have no problem with you having a different opinion than me. I'm going to start probably doing call-ins to the show where you can call in if you want and, and, and whoever's listening. Um, and, and we could talk about certain topics whether you agree with me, where you don't agree with me. I'm totally open to doing that. And I'm not going to have a yelling fest with people. I'm not, I'm not going to do that because if you have a different opinion than me, I'm not going to censor you. I'm going to honor your opinion and they're going to say, okay, I, I, I don't I agree with that. But I, you know, like people don't think they were price. They think he should be traded and I'm over here thinking he shouldn't. And I'm not going to call people names over that. I'm going to say, listen, you have a different opinion than me, difference of opinion. That's, that's the great thing about being a human being. And I think we all need to learn that. And that was just something on my mind I need to talk about. Because, you know, a lot of people, it seems like after the 2019 season, a lot of people are just upset. And they're, oh, they a lot of fighting. And, but we just need to realize, listen, it's, we're all big community. If we don't agree, it does, it's fine. Okay? At the end of the day, we all support the Red Sox. And we need to support what's best for them. And whether it's keeping price trading him, keeping Mookie, trading Mookie. We all have our different opinions, and we'll see what happens. We'll see who's right. And we're not going to berate somebody because they have a different opinion than us. That's just that's just my whole spiel on that. Um, and, you know, I, I just think... So, and this also brings me into the fact that, you know, recently at... Over at... Um, I don't know if you guys know... Many of you listening to this, um, but I don't know if you guys know about Collider, what's going on over at Collider. And they recently fired, um, they ended a lot of their shows, and they fired a lot of the people uh, associated with those shows. And they gave them like such a short notice, they, they fired them right away, like 24 hours before. They never, they, you know, they, they told them like, like, hours in advance before firing them they ended the show without having a final farewell show and i just you know and and, and now in collider they're a movie talk um kind of you know organization that they do they have youtube videos and they you know they're they're moving on with new things and they're and they're you know they're they have a new vision now the guy in charge of it and what he's doing is he, you know, he he's starting all these new things, um, these new shows like the deep fake. I don't know if you guys know what that is. The deep fakes. It's like when you make you make it seem like you know some celebrities talking. They're just pretty much what they're doing is going with the trends. And the reason they're doing this is because they they found that the what they were doing before was not getting enough views. And they it was but for a business standpoint, I understand what they were doing, but at the same time, I just wish you know they kept some of the shows because I enjoyed them. And so Christian Harloff, he's one of the guys on the, 
he was in Collider Live and uh, something called the Schmodown on Collider, along with in the um, along with the Jedi Council, this other thing about Star Wars, and he left Collider and he went on to he's he's doing his own show now, kind of like I'm doing. He's doing his own show and he is he he's successful. He has all these people watching. He's he's with great people, having a blast, having a fun time, and I feel like what what, what this reminded me of is what Collider is doing. It's not really building a community. The celebrity BS. They're just using it to get clicks and boom, done. You, you, it's one of those. They're doing those things now where it's like they make videos where the kind of videos where you just log on to YouTube, you go on, click, and it's done. When it comes to SEN, the Schmodown, which is what Christian Harloff does, he talks about, he, he's very involved with this community and, and building a community. And he doesn't care if he has 100,000 people watching or 1,000 people. He just wants a good community of people. He wants to have fun. And that's what it's all about at the end of the day. It's not about getting clicks and views to, to get clout and be popular. It's about having fun and being happy with, with your friends and, and having a blast doing a podcast and building a community. That is so important. Building an audience that, you know, is just in support of you and you're in support of them and you do things for them. And as far as this podcast goes, I just wanted to say, if you're listening to this, whether it's one person, two people, 50 people, 100 people, 100,000 people, whoever's listening to this right now, thank you. Like, I just want to say thank you. Whoever reads my blog, whoever listens to one of my podcasts, thank you. Because, you know, I just, it, it doesn't matter if you're one person, two people, 50 people, 100 people. You know, I, I want to build a community. I want to do things that will build community, build a, a, a group together and as one. And... That that's my goal. I you know I want to build a, a you know a relationship with people through this podcast. I want to meet people through this podcast. I want to interview more players in this podcast. Give you guys the best content that I possibly can. And I just want to say thank you. If you, if you're listening to this right now, if you're supporting me, you know I've shoot I don't even know how many I have eighty downloads right now on my podcast. I just want to say thank you. I you know because thank you for supporting me. Thank you for supporting me and James, for supporting my interviews, for supporting everything that I've done so far. Hasn't been that much, but I just wanna, I just wanna thank you all, um, whoever's listening, and I cannot wait. I, I just, I can't wait to see where my podcast ends up and my my blog, where all that ends up in, you know, a week from now, two weeks from now, a month, months, six months, a year, ten years, at the end of the decade. What is my pod? You know, it's just, it's interesting, but. I'm really looking forward to the future of this podcast. And if you're listening, please stay. I, I promise there's going to be a lot more content coming your way very soon. That leads into my winter weekend talk. But just to finish this out, I just want to say thank you to everyone who listens to this, who's ever listened to any of my podcasts, who's ever read any of my blogs. Because, you know, I mean, I'm just, who am I? I'm just a kid in Florida talking about the Red Sox. But to you guys, and I hope I mean more to you than that, and I hope you could tell your friends and get more people watching this and to, to build as great of a community as we can. And talking about the content I will give you guys, 
Winter weekend is just around the corner. Cannot wait for that. January 17th, it's coming up. It's in eight days. It's going to be seven days from tomorrow morning. I'm recording on a Thursday night right now. Unfortunately, again, James was not able to make it tonight. But that's all right because you know what? He's going to be on next time. Hopefully, we're going to try and do a show before winter weekend. We're going to try and do a show at winter weekend as well. Um, I might have some interviews in the works. I'm not sure yet. I can't confirm anything, but I, I might have something in the works. But winter weekend's coming up in about a week. Cannot wait for that. Uh, the list for who is going to attend winter weekend has not been released yet. But when it does... I will certainly look at that. I will be excited for it. I don't think Mookie will be there because he has a bowling tournament that he's doing that's going to interfere with that. So he's going to be off doing that because we're good for him for doing that. But I don't think David Price will be there. Um, but other than that, I don't really know who will and will not be there. Michael Chavis will be there. Um, I hope JD's there. By the way, uh, JD actually, I don't know if this means much, but on Instagram the other day, he posted something about, oh, what are, what are your goals for 2020, you know? And I, re and I commented and I told him, I'm trying to build a co my podcast and build a better community. And I, I'm in interview more people involved with the Red Sox organization. And I'd love if you came on. I'd love if you were a guest. And he liked the comment. And I looked and he liked pretty much every comment but that was commented under his post or at least most of them a lot of them and but but he really did i feel like he did take the time to read it at least i hope he did and you know if he liked it i'm not gonna say oh he's coming on the podcast next week but you know what shoot maybe this can happen maybe i can get a guy like jd on the podcast maybe i can get chris sale maybe i can get david price maybe i could get michael chavis maybe i can get whoever um but I'm definitely looking forward to what I'm gonna be able to do at winter weekend. I'm going to be able to try and get I'm gonna try and get the best content for you guys that I possibly can. Remember, this is for you guys. Okay, obviously it's yes, it's for me as well. I'm having fun doing this, but at the end of the day, this is for you guys, this is for the fans. This isn't about money, this isn't about fame, this is about building a good community that I can rally around and have my back and I can have your back. And that's what this all this is all about. This is all about building a great community. And um, I cannot wait. I, I cannot wait. And I have big goals for my future. Big, big goals. And that all starts next week at Winter Weekend. I cannot wait. I will keep you guys updated on what will happen at Winter Weekend. If I have some interviews in the works, I'm not I'm gonna tease them. I'm not gonna blatantly say what they are. But I, I don't know what's going to happen at Winter Weekend. It's a whole... It, right now, it's just a, a world... I have no idea what's going to happen. But as far as, you know, everything else goes, I'm excited. I'm ready. Winter Weekend is a week away. I'm going to try and do another podcast with James, hopefully, probably next week before Winter Weekend, not at Winter Weekend. Um, it will be very interesting. And, and you know, I, I think... It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a really fun event. I can't wait. Uh, I don't know what I'm gonna go where. Um, it's gonna be cold up there in Connecticut or not Connecticut. It's at Springfield this year. I don't know what I'm gonna. I, we're gonna be inside though. It's gonna be indoors. Um, I'm getting there Friday night. So if you're gonna be there, hit me up. Hit me up. I'd love to meet you guys. Me and anyone listening to this again. If it's two people listening, thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, 
I'm having a blast doing this. I'm going to continue to do this as long as I possibly can. Can't wait to see where this goes in a week, or two weeks, a month, six months, ten years. I don't. What, however, I just I can't wait. And I, I'm looking forward to winter weekend. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to giving you guys the best content. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna work my ass off to try and give you the best content that I possibly can. And uh, I'll catch you guys next time. Peace. I'm gonna tell you a story.